could recording process hi the person Hello. the person i'm talking to today is so important to me uh, i met her in 2014 at my rap fest there was just like everything was going wrong and she was so happy she was like the only happy person like this is great this is amazing you're amazing and wanted to work with me and just gave me all these ideas about how to move things forward and then i saw what she does because you know sometimes you can show people better than you can tell them so i saw her do poetry do events make videos and it was just like too much for me i'm like oh no this is so much information but i need all the time <laughs> And I, I was just yeah. tired, but also she was like the best rap I'd ever seen. Like, oh my goodness. So <laughs> I just knew I, I'm keeping her in my life. And mm. she was oh, also in media, of course. That's why she knew some of the stuff. She was studying media and she um, was about to graduate. So when you graduate, then you got to move back home or whatever. So that's how we kind of lost each other. But I welcome Bruja Tembi and I'd like her to. Ah. Hello. <laughs> Please introduce yourself, tell us about you and uh, or how I know you, how you know me, you know, kind of stuff. Start there. Yes, yeah, so I am Tembi, yes. Um, medium, yes, that's what I do for a living. And I met Brian as a student and um, I met him through music. Uh, because I used to create a lot. I used to make some music. I used to do videos. I used to do a lot because I was a media student and I felt like I need to have a strong portfolio of work behind me so that I can get employment. And I remember you were starting on your book, um, your self-published works. I was, so, I was so proud of that. I was so excited. So I was a person who wanted to use a lot of the stuff that I was studying. And I saw an opportunity. I was like, yeah, here's somebody who we could work together with to make some of the projects, uh, get off some of the projects off the ground. And that was very exciting. Yeah, so that's how I know you. Um, I hope there's nothing I haven't answered. No, no. Did I answer it? Yeah, yeah. And you just uh, are really um, very fascinating to me because you went, like, even your identity, you went from... I have a chapter like talking about some of the stuff you're telling me to do, like focus and consistency at this hour every day, at this minute. I'm still terrible with that. And, and in the chapter, mm. I just say, listen, at least my message is consistent <laughs> to yeah. cheer myself up. But you went from um, a rapper called Nutcase to Tendi Creates. So I speak about mm -hmm. Tendi Creates because I wanted to be up to date. And by the time you brewed Tendi, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> But just tell me about your creative um, or your career or, you know, your path the past couple of years. Yes. So more, I feel like that case was more underground, was more, I was experimenting a lot with writing. Um, and then with Tembi Creates, that was a space where I was trying to expand. Um, so it wasn't just music anymore. I wanted to expand into visuals as well. Like it was supposed to be a full media package there that I wanted to create and this was around the time where I knew because I've always known that there was a spiritual gift but I just I didn't know how to access it and I didn't know how to use it and I didn't know what it is I didn't understand so after a while it became this thing of okay so there is this energy work that is 
um, available in music. And there are people that do their energy work through music. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. And exploring that allowed me to explore a lot of other things. Because I mean, if you know me, you know that I'm a person who has struggled with mental health for like the bulk of my life. Um, so I found a lot of my healing through through music and through creativity and that that's when I begin to understand that everything that reflects in the physical um, has a, a, a metaphysical equivalent somewhere else. So meaning that even with these problems that we were dealing with, the mainstream healing models, they were all about compressing the problem. Yeah. They were not trying to deal with it. They were trying to control it and regulate it. And so there's no healing that actually happens in a space where you've locked someone up somewhere and nothing is really happening to deal with the problems. Yeah. So that's where I think I found spirituality again, because then I was like, oh, okay, so energetically there is a cause for this. And if I can address the cause, then I address everything else. So when you go back to those um the stuff we used to talk about, like consistency and practices. And I used, I feel like I've been able to use that stuff to transform myself, uh, transform myself, because all of that was reconditioning work. I had to yes. recondition myself to get to spaces where I am receptive, where I am receptive to space. To, to spirit where I'm receptive to messages where I'm receptive to and it made me very unsettled at first because I thought that I had some type of mental illness it was never a mental illness yeah. it was because I was picking up on a lot of things and I was receptive to so much stuff and sometimes I didn't even know what was going on and it made me so all over the place so all over the place and it made me feel like something was wrong but there was never something wrong I'm very there was never anything I'm very happy that you're here because I always saw your greatness and I was just always fascinated by, by how much you knew. You talked to me about numbers. I'm like, and then I started hearing it more and more from people. Like, if you see one, it means this. I'm like, okay, is she this young or not? Is she this young or is she like, this person want to play vocal? <laughs> you know so much. Where, where does your knowledge come from? Like, all these things you know. How do you know so much? Do you read? Do you, um, what do you do? I think it's um it's a it's um what do they call this? We all have access to ancient systems of knowledge, right? Through ancestry, um, we are able to access certain things. And I feel like the minute that you start accessing that, that stuff, you kind of like expand. And you expand in crazy ways and you understand more and you feel more and you hear more and you meet. So I think for me, it was just the process of learning how to trust the whispers, trusting the guidance, trusting that if this feels correct, it probably is. Yeah. If this feels right, it probably is. So I had to learn how to listen to the guidance and hear the guidance and know that when something is, because a lot of it isn't my own in that there is a thought that you receive and then there's a thought that you think. So there's a difference. And I didn't understand that for a long time. There is a thought that you think by yourself. And then there's a thought that you actually receive. <laughs> Explain more. So, so with the, the thought that you receive is more of an impulse. Like when we talk about getting guidance, uh, many people are Christian. So I'll put it in the Christian context. So if somebody has been asking God, for example, that please explain to me why the sky has to be blue, for example. 
And then um, a few hours pass by and then all of a sudden they're getting impulses. Like they just think something out of nowhere. And this thing happens to be, oh, the sky is blue because of this. Oh, wow. Why didn't I think of that before? It was right in front of me. I always knew, but I never saw it like that. That was an idea that you received. You did not think it. Okay. 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 Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I still need a bit of sit down and absorb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then do you supplement that with some readings? Because I think you do you do books. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of reading because there are many. I believe that as a vessel of anything, you need to be well versed in quite a lot of spaces because there are people that know but they can't articulate. Mm. There are people that understand but they can't really clarify. And so when whatever you take in is what will come out. So if I'm well read, then it's almost as if I become a more richer tool for communication because then there's a lot that spirit can draw from that. Oh, if I put it on in this context, this is how it will sound. If I put it in that context, this is how it will sound. And all of it will work out because you've put so much into the brain that there is a lot of movement, like you're free to move. There's a lot of information. So yes, I definitely won't make it sound like, no, it's just a, a thing that I receive, I receive, I receive. I give, I create the context by doing a lot of reading so that even when the realizations come, because uh, the thing that a lot of people struggle with is they will feel, they will sense, but they won't know how to communicate. Mm. So now the bridging of that divide comes by research being able to research that, oh, this would, I think I can articulate this as A, B, C, D, and E. So it's like food. Mm. I Mm. see you because, I mean, I consider you an academic and I can see you do it academically as well. Like, for example, Mm. um, when you say sourcing different um, information makes makes you more powerful, it makes sense because sometimes you've got to heal. It's like growing your market in a sense where you can now hear mm. different people from different backgrounds or different uh, sets mm. of values and cultural beliefs because you've, you've delved a little bit into all of it. As much as you mm. expert in your field, you can walk like, like me. I, I speak like five languages. So I can be in Imbali yeah. and, and I can be in the corporate offices and I can be in, in, in the Shabin, you know, and that's, mm. that, 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 that's a power. That's a power to have. Mm. So when you're healing, like with my writing, I'm trying to heal South Africa in many ways and, and, I have friends of all races and all cultural backgrounds. It sounds like that's really something uh, I can understand based on my understanding of different types of knowledge as a person who's, who's a medium, as a person who's healing. It just makes you more powerful and more effective. Very true. Very true. No, and I appreciate so true. I, the I, I is there. I can see it. No, it's not just, a, it's, a, it's a SA Hip Hop Award, right? Saha. <laughs> yes. yes. I see it. It looks so lovely. It looks so good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, so I'm doing this work, you know, I have the book, Woman Love 365, not only on Women's Day. And a lot of what I'm doing is I felt like this book cannot be complete. Every time I'm writing little essays and everything, I'm just not finishing and I don't know how I'll finish. And what I found is that I've got to just make it a neat package and then have conversations about some of the topics forever, you know, with different people, especially women. So this is part of something I'm calling great women I know. I'm also going to have great Mm. men I know and talk with the brothers 
And of course, you're one of the greats that I know. Big influence on me. Thank um, you. Yeah, you are, you know. So I just want to know your feelings <laughs> on, on the gender issues. Like how, what can we, tell me your challenges, first of all, and then maybe what men can do better. So your challenges as a woman navigating this life. Mm-hmm. Mm, that is so broad. It is. Um, eh? Whatever like, gets on your nerves the most <laughs> or bothers you the most. So I would say challenges as a woman is just the levels of support that come from the males in our lives. I think that it takes a lot to earn. It takes a lot more to earn trust as a woman than it would be as a man because um, authority is, is, is more linked and is more associated with the masculine figure than the feminine one. So I would say that what can and what will or what makes things or what should make things easier for us as feminines is just the level of support do you know how bad people feel like just for example a female rapper for example like there is the stigma around wow so I'm there praising a female like you know so there's still some things around it that make people less prone to actually support a woman doing something than they would a man even if the person is really skilled there's still that element of oh but she's a woman oh I can't be seen oh you know uh but I'm not too worried about it because I feel like um socially we are in spaces where we are confronting um such things people are talking about things people are seeing themselves people are calling themselves out like people are recognizing things that pre-social media were just norms they were normal and no one mm. was really addressing these things um so i think that's about it really i i i don't even know if i'm the right person to ask about this because i'm such a hermit brian no. I don't know what's happening in the world. Like I literally lock myself up here and I'm happy to not have access to people in terms of like the social space, the social environment. Yeah. Um. So I don't think I have an idea really of what is actually going on in the world outside of my little bubble. No, that's, that's me too. That's why I deal with the people direct. We are the right person mm. because we are a human being in this world. You are a woman. You are practicing um, something very esoteric and very um, unique that needs reception of some sort. So how are you received as a woman? So just by that alone, you, you are relevant. Um, mm, mm. But also just, I mean, you grew up in a society, you know, and there were hindrances mm. and there were maybe, maybe some privilege as a woman, who knows, but for the most part, your journey is very valid, even if you mm. didn't, I can. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that feels really good. That feels really good. So, yes, I mean, um, there are people that still have that, oh, what gives her the credit? What makes her think she can do this? Because there are people that go through, obviously, initiation, and then they can say, yeah, Michael Bella is so-and-so. And then here I come, and I'm like, here I am. So I think that it just goes to a, um, it just goes to an acceptance thing. Personally, the minute that I started to accept myself, I feel like people also started accepting me as well. So I don't want to blame it on anyone and make it feel like, oh, okay. But my clientele base is 90% woman. Just putting uh, it out there. Yeah, I love Just it. Just putting it out there. 
Men still have that thing of what is this? What is it? What is it? (laughs) So the only time that men actually come in for a session with me, it's because the girlfriend or the wife or the mother thought it was a great idea. Ah, okay, okay. So woman power. Woman power, we're the natural healers, we're the natural nurturers. So it makes sense when that, when there's a need for any type of balancing to happen in a family, it usually comes through the woman. Mm. I appreciate Mm. that. Even if it's the man, Mm. it's usually woman influenced, you know? Yes. (laughs) No, I believe that. I believe that. And um, so, so with men now, you, you, you went into the little bit, what, what can we do better in general? Okay, it sounds like we need to be more open-minded, uh, but what else do you think as, as, as mankind, as men we can do? Because I hear you, especially about the rapper, the, the woman who's just so good, Lauren Hill and Lady of Rage and all these women who are just, they will wipe men out in a battle, they will wipe men out <laughs> in a lot of things, you know? But it's not happening because I guess it's a masculine environment. But my point mm. is, men, what can men do better? What men can do better is, I feel like, I feel like this goes against my own ethics. The thing that I'm thinking, <laughs> it goes against my own ethics because I'm a person who is never, I never want to be in a space where I'm magnifying the problem, but I actually want to magnify the solution. Okay. Because are men really doing something that is, unnatural to them because i feel like they are playing their role when we talk about masculine energy and spirituality masculine energy is proactive it's practical it gets things done feminine energy is more receptive it gets the car moving it's great at directing but it's never practical so when you think about the difference between the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain these two sides of the brain they work together So I would definitely make it a unity thing and say that allow for women to be the left-hand side of your right hand. The problem comes in when you're trying to control everything. It's like a boss who is not comfortable with delegating. You can't do everything. You Mm. simply cannot do everything. If you are intimidated by the fact that there's a woman who does something better than you do, that is problematic. It's problematic because it means that you're not comfortable with delegating. Why are you not comfortable with delegating? You need to sit back and actually question yourself and find out that what is the actual issue here? Because a man who has self-knowledge and is aware of themselves, they are comfortable with allowing the woman to play her role, play her role, play that role fully so that they can step into theirs. So I think a lot of it is just conquest conquest and, and leadership and ego that 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 makes men step into spaces where they don't even want to let women occupy the spaces they need to occupy fully in life but once that ego has been um dealt with these men play their roles they play their roles these are not people who naturally yes i know there are ma- male healers that is very true but when we speak about it in the home context it's okay if that same person is not the one that's bringing the nurturing and the healing but they are more concerned with stability if a person is more cons- consumed with stability and logic and reasoning and communication they are operating from the left side of the brain the left side of the left side spaces and that's exactly where they should be 
Right. That's exactly what they should be doing. So I'm guessing what can men do better? They can support balance. Mm. They can support balance more because that will get rid of the imbalance that we have been experiencing, especially in this country, because I feel like a lot of GBV is just linked with how intimidating it's like a politics thing. It's like a political thing where men have to be on top. Women have to be uh, underneath. And then the minute that the woman is overstepping and she's not taking her role of being underneath me, now it's the problem. Now we're going to fight. Yeah. That is such a loving response. I really appreciate it, you know, because love is the solution. And, and mm. you, you, you have a very soothing and very unangry response. And I, and I love that, you know, because sometimes my, <laughs> my issue is uh, with, with the, 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 the GBV matters that make the headlines. What you find is the responses from women are so aggressive. And yet I was that little boy running to the police station with his mommy, you know. Why must I not be an enemy just because I'm male? But I was afraid too, you see. So I grew up and I'm a wounded healer, so to speak, where I'm trying to fix this thing before at the root cause, you know, uh, with the, the young men, because I know what it's like to be a kid in that situation or deal with things like that. So, or just see a neighbor, um, you know, hitting his woman, his wife or his lady. So, so my point is that the, the love is important. It hurts me when Very I'm Very important. You know, uh, yeah, we shouldn't say not all men, but don't say kill all men or black men are the devil. You know, I'm a man and I'm, you know, it hurts. It doesn't help. Mm. So it needs that loving um, response. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I guess um, people who are in that space, they probably understand the politics of it much more. Like, because um, when you talk about not Black Lives Matter, right? Black lives, Black lives Matter and you're pushing that narrative and somebody comes up and they're like, oh, not all Black men. That is already very exclusionary and that's very... So this is what usually they fight against. It's not to say that every Black man, black man should die and be killed for simply being Black. What usually soothes that is just a response of I actually understand what's going on and I understand where the imbalances are coming from yeah. and I'm also part of I'm I'm trying to remedy that uh, and we we all know the frustration of being on the opposite end of oppression oh, and yeah. that frustration is usually not directed at you as the person as the person is directed at the frustration over the, the situation because patriarchy stays hurting people Oh, it yeah. stays and there's no way of quantifying the amount of hurt that one person gets over the, the other so I think my only thing is I just don't get too absorbed in it because I've been and it didn't help me in any way mm. I found myself in a position where I felt like I'm fighting I'm fighting wars where there's actually no solution for it I'm giving my vitality to that instead of giving my vitality to the to, to the solution it doesn't help anyone I love that. I love that. And, and of course, yeah, it, it, it is sometimes like as a black person, we say the white man, you're talking about the system, not every individual mm -hmm. white person. So sometimes we really have to be less sensitive to mm. articulations in the struggle, you know, when the women are angry, I, I do get that. But at the same time, I do appreciate that loving approach that, you know, brothers, just support, just accept us as, as the strong individuals and as a strong force as a strong partner and things mm. will be better if, if we do it like that, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's very, very true. Yeah. And uh, just, um, 
I have to thank you in public because you know when 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 I was ill a year ago, and I I don't know why I made contact with you, but or maybe you saw because I posted it on Facebook. But you said that loving is things. You just you just it's like you begged me to stay alive, you know, and 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 I was so touched. And uh, I don't know why I'm tearing up now. I shouldn't tear up, but thank you for that. Thank you. I really appreciate it. No, it's that. only a pleasure. I'd gone to it's only a pleasure. Mm -hmm. It was such cruelty, you know, um, where your whole family is falling apart and you're not being helped by the person you've given everything to. So I think it was frustration because they aren't finding anything in the hospital. They're testing me and there was nothing. And it was just sheer frustration of fighting for years for something. And uh, I guess the body was just tired. But I've done all the work. I'm really, I feel great right now and I'm strong. But I don't forget love, you know. It lives with me because it's the one thing I like the most in mm, this existence. Mm, mm. Yeah, so thank mm, you. Mm. I really appreciated that. You know, specifically. Man, it's such a pleasure. Yeah, because, you know, me and you had our little conflicts, but we, we try and keep the love stronger than any, any tension. Give it space and mm. then it's just like, I love this person. That's all. That's all I know. <laughs> mm. Other things are not. I am yeah. happy. I'm happy you've recovered because um, it's such a difficult thing. Um, I feel like in my life I have met people who are high frequency people without knowing they were, and people are always gonna be reading you wrong and interpreting you wrong, and certain powers are like a weakness depending on who's looking at it. So I kind of feel like that was an issue for me if it if it if it was an issue for me it definitely could have been an issue for another person i'm just glad that you're healthy today and you're good and you're keeping it while well, you're keeping it together and you're still going um and yes oh i'm wanting to publish you are definitely the person to come to for this because <laughs> i've put a manuscript together right mm -hmm. and i've put this many and i guess now i just need to know the process because somebody told me all i need to do is buy an isbn and then, then just save up some money to do bulk copies and whatnot i don't know why i didn't think of you then but i kind of just brushed it aside and i was like when i'm ready everything will come together oh no i've got your package and an isbn mm -hmm. number is free actually so i'll tell you where to get it right. yeah and then you just do the design work and you know how to do that already. Oh, you can do a whole lot. And then I was so broke in December when I was going to launch this yeah. book. I just did print on demand. Like I did, I did a mock-up and here's the book. Mm. If you wanted this many for 10, this much for one. And people just bought. And then I went to the printers with the money. So it was even easier because it was COVID. Easier. Wow. I knew there was a reason we had to meet because this <laughs> is it. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I didn't have copies. Even now, like when people order, I check with the printers. I say, okay, I need 20. And then I'll mm. have the money and I'll print. And then I'll say this much for Korea. And we'll Korea. Pay mm. or direct to your house. Sorted. So, yeah. What are you doing on, um, what are you doing on Friday from, let me check my schedule. What are you doing from three o'clock on Friday? To what time? I'll be free, I'm sure. Um, because I would like us to extend our inter to cut it here and then extend it from there because I quickly want to prepare for a three o'clock session that I have today. 
Okay. So if you don't mind, I don't have bookings on Friday. I only have one in the morning. All yes. Right. But have... I kind of feel like there's still a lot to discuss and everything. So please, can we pick it up on Friday from three if you'll be free? Okay, I've got a, yeah, I've got an 11 and a potential five o'clock. So yeah, three, three works for me. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, then we'll continue then. Thank we'll you continue. very much. I'm so glad about the publishing thing. It just made my <laughs> life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, will, I will have a look at this and I can also email it to you. It'll go through yes. um, Google, whatever. And um, yeah, and then I'll tell you when I'm going to post it. But we'll talk on Friday. Oh, that's amazing. Oh. That's amazing. Hopefully we can have a better take on Friday because I want to do my make. I want to look nice. Okay. <laughs> I want to look really nice. I feel like today I just underestimated the whole thing. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to come in and speak. And I don't know why I thought it was an actual call, but now it's an interview. Friday, I'm going to have a chance to do my makeup and just look pretty there when it goes online. Uh, you're pretty anyway. With you, that could be a style anyway with the big hair and everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> But the girls will know. The girls will know that I oh, that I blue stuff. She, was, right. she just jumped out of bed. But thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Have a good afternoon and love you. Mwah. See you on Friday. All right. Cool. How do I get out? I don't know how to get out. Uh, there's a, a button called end. Okay. Uh, I think it's this 